0: Welcome back to another week, yet another week of Fest, because we're officially there, and 21st Century Rocker Mom podcast, of course, with me, your host, Tanya Candler. We're back for another week together. I told you I'd be back. I've been sick as fuck, but I'm back. Now the pumpkin spice season is officially upon us. I can come. Basic bitch season is out. You might want to pull on a hoodie or a sweater and just cuddle up by the fire, grab something warm, a beverage. There's something a little bit spicy in here. It's not pumpkin spicy, but it's like chai tea. I have that. Grab a warm beverage. Throw on something though. that will chill your bones. If everything else is getting warmed up, why don't you get chilled off? Like with your bones get freaked out a little bit, you know, and go it's it's creepy season. People like to get freaked out around this season, you know? And the In addition to the plethora of things I'll be talking about on the show today and, you know, tonight and wherever you are. I don't know what time it is where you are or where I am. It's the morning and I'm going to talk to you about a few things, a few places that I've been, a few things that I've experienced and beliefs and what I don't believe in. And we're going to get freaked out together because, like I say, the funnest thing to do is to get uncomfortable always. So pull up a beverage and uh, get ready to chill your bones. Usually, you know, it's Thanksgiving weekend for me here in Canada, and usually I'd be doing Turkey Talk with my dad. I make turkey, obviously, so for my for my kids, for me and Rob, because we're like lettuce heads. So I just <laughs> make a tofurkey. But for the kids, I make turkey. So I'd be usually doing turkey talk with my dad. It was the first Thanksgiving without him. So this is tough. Those firsts are hard. You know, this, you know, could really be anything, you know, when you think about scary things and you got to think about, it could be really anything to you what are you scared of what freaks you out? i've talked about this on episodes uh before and there's a few things that freak people out like cemeteries for instance i love them i love cemeteries i can't get enough cemeteries we'll get back to that in a little while about cemeteries i got a true story i've been putting up some pictures of my stories about cemeteries and stuff and talking about some of my favorite cemeteries that i like to visit and we'll talk about cemeteries lately and talk about what cemeteries are my favorite we'll, we'll talk about cemeteries um i i i recently started watching a show called we bought a funeral home it's about this can- uh, family there's four of them they moved here 10 i think 10 years ago from the uk and they bought they were living in toronto and they kind of sold everything up in toronto and they moved to a house in dresden that they bought that actually used to be a funeral home it was kind of turn the century needed a lot of renovations so they had to sink a lot of money and time into it and the show is actually really interesting it's just like Super goth and super fun, and you can tell that they're a fun family and they have a good time together. The show, if you see it, it's on Discovery Plus. You can check it out, and it's it's quite interesting, especially if you're into like Renaults, but like also into goth stuff. It's fun, oh, and they're a fun family. They just seem like they have a hoot together. This place has 38 rooms. It has like three stories. There's 10 staircases. It's in Dresden, Ontario, which is like literally by Chatham, which is down the street from me. It's not a long drive, so maybe we'll go and see this Adams family house maybe we'll take a kids for the drive there just to see how scary it really is we'll see anyways i guess it had servant entrances an embalming or a prep room it had uh, a coffin lift like it's it's like an elevator for when you have a casket with human remains in it because it's really heavy to lift up by yourself so you need a little bit of an elevator so that's what it's for and then you know so they bought this place. They didn't really want to make it a funeral home because no one is versed in funeral home stuff. So they want to turn it into a residence. So it's costing them a lot of money to renovate, and they're doing a cool job. It's really cool to actually see what they're turning it into. So I actually kind of want to go there and see what happened. But anyways, that's a story for another time. But then I started reading, and then I saw a documentary about some haunted objects and some of the most haunted objects in the world. And do you believe in haunted objects? Do you believe that an object can hold so much power? It can haunt you put a curse on you it can do things to you things to make things happen well in the case of robert the doll i don't know if you've heard this one maybe if you live in the state of florida maybe if you live close to key west you've heard this one because robert the doll has haunted key west in florida for over a hundred years now he was first kind of considered the most haunted doll in the world he has haunted thousands and thousands of people with his curse his current home is in key west florida at fort east martello museum and like i say he is like a conduit or like a malevolent spirit that's in a doll in 1905 robert eugene otto that's a, a five-year-old little boy received this doll on his fifth birthday as a birthday present he got this doll from his mom and his dad who'd been traveling abroad to germany and stuff like that and he even gave it his name and his clothes and he gave himself his middle name jean and said, called the doll, Robert the doll. I'm just like, mm, that's kind of like a, a big no, no. And so he was invented by the Stief company in Germany, like I say, and they invented the teddy bear originally in 1902. And so 1904 rolls around and they invent Robert the doll who they had rented. They made small enough to sell in stores. He was like a department store, like display doll. So he was the same size as like a regular child. So when they brought this doll home to Robert, their son, he insisted on calling it robert and gave it his clothes and his name big mistake kid big mistake what the fuck are you doing and giving it your name it's crazy so he as soon as soon as he got the doll the little boy kind of just lost interest in all his friends all these things he was doing he lost friends and all like all his other toys all his interests everything he was obsessed with he soon became consumed by this doll and like i said He gave his name. That's your first mistake, kid. But now there are hundreds and thousands of stories of people being hurt by Robert the Doll over the years, now that he lives at the museum, because people haven't followed his rules. He has some simple rules for you to follow. One, you always must say hello to Robert the Doll in his glass case where he resides now. Two, you gotta be polite to him. You gotta talk nicely, not be rude and stuff like that, and use your manners. Number three, ask permission to take a picture with him or take a picture, if you're gonna take a picture of him, ask his permission, generally speaking. Don't touch the glass. Come on, that's just like a, a respectful thing. Don't do it. Always say goodbye to Robert, you know what I mean? And 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 just be nice. You guys, play by his rules because this is the history of the doll. Like he's, he, people have made some big mistakes and paid some huge prices apparently by Their lives have been ruined by this doll and they write, he receives thousands of apology letters like a week from people that have kind of screwed up when they've gone to see him at the museum and not followed his rules. And then digging deeper, like I get into this and I hire a psychic medium and she figures out there was a death in the house and there was a nanny who had lost a child in the house. But that is not the most twisted part of it. The twisted part of it is this: the nanny was apparently the child was fathered by robert eugene Jean, robert the doll robert original robert's father who was i guess having his way with the nanny and the child was you no know, they couldn't tell she passed away in the house and they kept it a secret it was his like love child it was their love child but deeper in the is the servant was really regretful and she was so vengeful over the death of her child in the house That she cast a spell and she was into voodoo and hoodoo and some kind of santeria and she cast a spell kind of like if i can't have my family you can't either so apparently the spirit and the conduit and whatever that portal was kind of just in the evilness kind of went into that doll and who was ever i guess connected to that doll God got like almost entranced by that doll and bad things started happening. And some people think that a spirit's attached to the doll. Not that the doll is living, but that the spirit is angry. And the spirit that's attached to the doll is angry. And everyone that gets to to know is angry. And so anyways, it causes all kinds of problems for Jean growing up. He, it, you know, it's always Robert did it. Robert did it. Robert the doll did it. His mom loses her freaking marbles. Her name's Minnie. And she just like she she throws it in the closet and locks it away in a trunk. She had her fucking, she had it. Anyways, this movie, and then like, like, well, it's not even a movie yet. This, I guess it is a movie, but it takes the movie, The Boy, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, The Boy, where that girl goes to babysit the doll and he has a bunch of rules. This takes us to a whole other level. It's something else, it's next level craziness anyway Jean the man grows up and he has to leave the doll and he goes to the service he moves to paris you know it's the 1920s ernest hemingway's there everything's nice he meets a lovely lady an artist named anne she's a singer she sings a lot she's very talented she's very beautiful he meets her in the 1930s they get married in 1930 and they set out to become artists and anne actually by the 1940s was the breadwinner of the house. She was getting regular gigs at the Rainbow Room and she was singing and she was getting packed houses. She was doing great. And Jean was kind of struggling as an artist. But then you fast forward to 1945 and Jean's mom, Minnie, passes away and leaves the house to Jean and Anne. And leaves her career at the Rainbow Room because she has to move. And they go and they took over this house. And now, like, Jean was eccentric i would say and that's not even one word to kind of describe him but his his wife always knew he was eccentric but she just didn't know how eccentric so when they took over the house i guess it's his childhood home and and uh let's see how eccentric he can be she finds robert the doll and gene introduces his wife Anne. and says Anne, this is robert the doll i had him all growing up he's like say hello to her so i'll say hello to the doll and say hello Robert she's kind of you know her husband's talking to a doll I'm guessing she's like raising an eyebrow by this point it's kind of weird but whatever his art career takes off and you know she quits as a headliner at the rainbow room eventually she gets pissed off about him talking about this fucking doll 24 7 and she locks this motherfucker in a trunk she locks him in a trunk 1965 Gene goes like a little bit crazy because he gets Parkinson's disease and 1974 after he's like long and gone and dead the wife sells the home to another homeowner and Gene dies without the doll at his side the doll's been locked in a trunk this whole time and another homeowner buys it in the 70s 1974 and they happen to have a daughter and she and of course finds the key to the attic like you know someone on Beetlejuice and goes up there and finds this doll in a trunk what are you doing here and of course she gets obsessed with the doll absolutely obsessed with it and the husband and the wife kind of you know don't realize that this doll's a portal bad things happen the dad shits on the doll is pissed off about it he dies in a car in their driveway of carbon monoxide poisoning self-inflicted and just inhales it in his car the wife's left you know, kind of struggling, things are bad. Everything that's attached to this doll that you read, Robert the doll, is bad. Don't go to Key West in Florida and see this fucking thing. If you're not gonna like, like, if you're gonna fuck around and not play by the rules, just, just don't. So like every family that moves in and moves like around consequently gets haunted by him. There's this family gave him to the museum and left him where he should be with people who know how to take care of him and respect him and give him the rules that he deserves. You know, I haven't seen any t- creepy, like, bearded guys, too many, like, I mean, other than, like, Charles Manson and the regular stuff. But, like, I saw some creepy stuff about secret societies. I saw some creepy Amish stuff with these Amish murders about these guys because they don't believe in modern medicine and stuff like that. They go nuts and, like, murder their wives and, like, this one guy. Oh, my God. If you want to go on Discovery Channel and watch yourself some stuff about creepy Amish people, no. Oh, my God, I watched the first episode was like Amish murders. It was too much that I could handle it like I couldn't watch it. I was like there was a point where I knew I was going to have to turn it off. It got a little graphic because usually I don't see any bad guys with like beards and stuff like that. They're not really bad, but these Amish guys were terrible, terrible. But it made me think about creepy societies like the Skulls and like George Bush and George W. Bush and all those societies have been around for like a long time. How those are creepy, you know what I mean? And all the things you have to do. And all the places you have to meet and the things, because we were talking about cults and scary things. And those are kind of cults too. You know what I mean? Those secret societies, secret societies, especially the ones that have lots of money. The ones that are pushing fucking cash towards it. The ones that have got the most money are doing the best. But, you know, maybe they're not so secret. Maybe we know your, your, your. <laughs> maybe we know your secrets. Maybe. These social elites, I think, you know, we should really just eat the social elites because it, it's bullshit. I think it's kind of funny that there are social elites in this is, in this world, in this world, like in general, that there is a social elitist group that, you know, makes money during a pandemic while other people are getting fucked over. I think it's weird. I think it's weird. But back on to weird stuff. We're going to be talking about some weird stuff because I thought... uh it's the holiday season and since I like, I'm like i talking about scary stuff, I don't want to talk about too much scary stuff. But I wanted to talk about something good because I was talking about Santa sleighs I watched the other night. And I want to talk about beard ASMR. What is it? I want to talk about beard porn. It's not what you think. I want to talk about beard porn. We're going to talk about that soon. I've got some ASMR that left me crying for the follicle as it lost its hair when there was some shaving going on. And it's No Shave November so we're going to talk about that like so why not launch a company in no shave november we'll see we'll we'll talk about that soon but we're going to get to like i told you we're going to get to because it's october i'm going to get to my dark obsession one of my darkest obsessions one of my darkest obsessions if you follow me on the gram because i'm a fucking slave to the gram you know i'm a slave to the gram whenever i can go there i love cemeteries like you know what i mean like i'm always like let's go take go walk in the cemetery because it's calming there's no one there no one fucking bothers you there's deer there coronavirus deer it's so funny but like it's some of my favorite cemeteries are actually in this city but like really outside of this city i've been to so many cemeteries it's they would make your head spin but my favorite cemetery is probably bonaventure cemetery in savannah georgia because there's a lot of history there and because there's so much history with the different monuments and the different things that are in Bonaventure Cemetery and it was like a slave plantation and so it's very haunted the ground's very vibrational there since I'm kind of a little bit empathic and I can feel the ground kind of moving it's not a good place for me to be like I remember we had our kids there when they were like so small and like my son thought like where all the American flags were he's like that's where all the presidents are buried I'm like. No, they're not, but it was a good thing. But like, I love Bonaventure Cemetery. It's in Savannah, Georgia. If you never go there, it's where little Gracie Watson is. I told you, I would tell you the story of little Gracie Watson. I told you that on on, my stories and little Gracie Watson was kind of like the Eloise of the Plaza, like of the South. Like Eloise of the Plaza was this little girl who had the run of a hotel in New York City. And I would say that little Gracie Watson was the same And she basically made a beautiful, (laughs) she made a beautiful time for as long as she was alive, for the people that frequented a hotel that her dad managed in a square. It's called the Pulaski hotel. And it was in, in, in Johnson square in Savannah, Georgia. And she was kind of like the Eloise of the Plaza. She entertained the guests and she really delighted them and she really sung and danced and had a great time for them. But sadly, two days before Easter, She uh, passed away uh, in 1889 at only six years old from pneumonia because like back then there wasn't a lot they could do. So her parents were like absolutely devastated and were grieving for her. So they got a sculptor at the time whose name was John Waltz and John Waltz sculpted her in marble and she's been sculpted and cast many times and put in, uh, in, in, in Bonaventure's cemetery. Now she's surrounded by wrought iron. I put up a picture that I took of, of a little Gracie because I've been to Bonaventure Cemetery a few times. Look up for snakes. I'm not going to kill you. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I've been there in like a magnolia season and when everything's blooming and when everything's really pretty. It's beautiful down there but it's the most one of those haunted cemeteries I can say in the world and it's got a lot of crypts and old things it's it's very old and some of the cemeteries in savannah are very old And that's one of my darkest obsessions i love cemeteries gracie watson like i say she's still people take toys to her grave site they take little trinkets and things that they think that the ghost of little gracie because a lot of people see her ghost it's been reported in the square where the hotel was that her dad managed they say they see a little girl playing there i'm not above it like i believe in that stuff i believe in ghosts and that scares the shit out of me. Like, I mean, she, she died so young and now, like I say, it's scary. Um, there also in Bonaventure Cemetery used to live the, the, the statue of the bird girl. I don't know if you've seen the bird girl in the Midnight uh, the, the Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. Uh, it's on the cover and uh, it's been cast many times since it's been made, but it was cast uh, in about 1936. It was first sculpted and it's been cast six times. It ended up now it's it's living in it's living in a good place. It's living in Georgia and uh, Clint Eastwood paid to have it shipped out of the cemetery because it had been vandalized so many times in Bonaventure Meadows Cemetery and Bonaventure Cemetery in general that it had to go somewhere else. So Clint Eastwood paid to protect it and put it in the city of like Savannah, Georgia into an art museum to make sure it's always protected. But this bird girl is amazing. If you can read the story on that, it's cool something i went to see in savannah georgia that i didn't see like i say in the cemetery like it's pr- pr- provided by Clint-, Clint eastwood to make sure she's safe but she was at like a witch shop that we went to i went to this witch shop and it was just it was a crazy one and you were allowed to take pictures or anything like that so i didn't because i didn't want to get i didn't want to get cursed or anything you know ouija boards i asked you guys about fucking ouija boards this week on my on my questions and emo- like i said are you afraid of Ouija boards or like will you use a Ouija board do, you, do are you are you do you believe in the power of Ouija boards and most it was like a resounding like yes and like a resounding yes I am afraid of Ouija boards or yes I I respect the power that comes with Ouija boards because Ouija boards scare the fucking shit out of me let me tell you when I was a kid we got a Ouija board and it was like secondhand from like a thrift store that sounds really fucking like not safe I'm like I do not see it as a game. I see it as a fucking portal, okay? So we brought it up to the cottage and then I didn't wanna like sleep in the cottage as long as the Ouija board was in the cottage because it was so fucking scary. I didn't want something to pop out of it because like some shit had happened. I just, for me, like the Ouija board, like I say, it was first, Invented in Ohio as a spirit board in the 1880s, like late 1880s, 1886, I think. And then commercially, Elijah Bond brought it July 1st in 1890 out into the market and brought it to people as a spirit board, or as a talking board, as a Ouija board. And people used it as as mediums as a way to communicate with the dead. That's not how people communicate with the dead now. I, I don't know any mediums right now that use a Ouija board. But some people say that... They love Ouija boards and they're not afraid of them because they just they felt it kind of all their lives. They had that feeling that they 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 they, they're having like communications and they have had communications with the dead. People that are on the other side and things of that nature. Some people are like me and they are really fucking afraid of them. Do I believe in mediumship? Yes, absolutely. I believe in mediumship 100%. And do I believe in tarot? Yes, I tarot. I throw a mean tarot every fucking day. And I mean with my Buddhism and incense and stuff like that. Ouija and spirit boards to me are not a game. Like I say, the spirit world is something that I think we need to trade with great like kindness and reverence. And we got to be really careful with things like that. Because I think we can open a portal to something that we don't fucking know how to fuck around with sometimes. And since... It scares the shit out of me. I I just, I, I tread lightly when it comes to Ouija boards because I don't wanna fuck around with that stuff. I'll play Nightmare until the cows come home, but not Ouija boards. No, 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 no. Put it in the shed at the cottage because I'm not sleeping with it in the fucking house. You get that shit away from me. It's not gonna happen. Like I said earlier, since it's like Halloween time and it's scary, let's lighten that up a little bit with beards fluffy things and things that are great and since there aren't too many bearded horror characters think about it michael myers clean shaven jason clean shaven freddie krueger burnt uh like you know i mean nobody's got a beard like texas chainsaw massacre you know leather face no one it's leather it's no one it's not happening with the beards you know so why not talk about something like happy like christmas like jingle beard jingle beard jingle all the way it's time for beards and bitching because that's what i'm going to bring you in the middle of this fucking episode is an episode of beards and bitching because why would i not talk about beards that are fucking bitching and maybe i'm going to talk to you about beards and some new beards that maybe you haven't heard about and maybe you haven't seen yet because i've got big bad santa and it's a bearded account that i follow on instagram and big bad santa is 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 Albi macheney and he is uh out of the united states he's like a strong man he looks like santa claus took just all the muscles and pumped them up he's just crazy santa claus the pipes are gonna burst call the elves it's gonna if you don't follow him you should follow him at big bad santa on 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 on, on instagram you can see him in, in in on my instagram i follow him and he's amazing and he i was going to rate his beard because it's it's gigantic it reminds me of my dad's beard to be perfectly honest it's gigantic it's white it's full it looks really healthy his instagram is really positive i like it because it it really shines a positive light on like doing better and always striving to do better and it's really positive and he's like a strong man and he seems like he's come a long way in the last seven years to like kick some real ass and really shine a light on like you know bearded content as well as health content and doing better and wanting to do better and doing better every day and he seems to to love what he's doing and seems to be having a good time doing it so like i say like i had to talk about santa claus because i mean i sat on santa claus's lap till i was 25 years old take that for a bearded problem like you know what i mean like i had some bearded stuff going on i sat on santa Claus's lap for a long time but like i say I love beards. Like the, so, for, so for so for Big Bad Santa, all I got to say is like his, the color is perfect of his beard. The shape is perfect. I think he's using the right products in it. It's great. I think the beard is, like literally for me, is a 10 out of 10. If you're going to ask me to rate a beard, I'm going to give it a perfect 10. It looks healthy. It looks moisturized. There's no split ends. It's not all over the goddamn place. There's no terminal length going on. There's trimming going on. There's care going on to the beard. It's great. I love it. I love it. I love it. If you're not following him on instagram you better get on that because there's a lot of people following him so you better just get on that train woo woo, because it's leaving for christmas town so you better get the hell on that tester bottles i'm going to tell you a story about tester bottles they're so tiny they're so cute they're like half ounces or whatever tester bottles are in and i'm so excited to send them out to the people who know they're getting them and i'm just going to put i'm not i'm going to tell you right now i'm going to tell you right now that i am not putting the scent profiles on the tester bottles. I'm putting numbers on them and you're going to have to fucking figure it out yourself. <laughs> I'm not releasing the tester bottle scents until unless it's one that I've collaborated with you on. And if you have collaborated with you, you know who you are. If I've collaborated with you on one, then you know exactly who you are and you know will we'll know what the scent is. I'll put the profile on it for you. But if I haven't, you'll know just what it is. Like is. You'll have to smell it and you have to just kind of test it and figure out what it is and it'll be uh fun for you. But then, I mean, I'll let you know when everything drops and you'll obviously know what it is, but they'll be numbered. I got these cute little bottles they are so adorable and I can't wait to fill them up for you. Like I say, um, the company launch and I'm excited for the company launch. Like I say, I was going to do it at the end of November, but I was like, you know what? I don't want to put pumpkin in anything right now because there's pumpkin in everything right now. And like I say, Pumpkin's not for everyone and especially not for me right now. I think I'm going to launch in November because November is no shave November. November is a lucky month for me. It's going to be a great month for me. I'm excited to launch then instead of, you know, October because everybody's got Halloween on the brain and candy and stuff and sweet stuff. And, you know, after a stint and I looked at my logo, I didn't like it anymore. So I redid it and I did a graphic thing and finished it up and it looks badass as fuck now, but... It took me a little bit to, like, realize that I had to, like, I was like, I want to redo my logo. I don't like it the way it is. So it looks badass as fuck now. I hope you like it. You'll love it. Like, the grooming company stuff is going out to everybody. All my pals and gals and everybody. Everybody's getting Everybody from all walks of life is getting a, a little treat, uh, a goodie box from me. And uh, it, they're going out very soon. As soon as I feel better i feel like crap this week i feel like i got hit by a truck but i'm better my fever is gone the thrill is gone it's you know thanksgiving what am i thankful for what can i say i'm thankful for you i'm thankful for beards i'm thankful for you being here with me every fucking week because you know every week i'm talking my ass off and every week you're here so i bought some patents for some beard oil and some different hair oils and different uh beard conditioners i bought some different patents for like formulas and stuff like that. I finished some courses, like I said, up in TCM and stuff like that. And we got some great stuff coming down the pipe for you with the company. I'm excited. That's what I'm excited to launch in November and have everything ready and fun for you, because why not do it perfect? Because I have that one of those, you know, a type crazy anal personalities where I have to do everything absolutely perfect or it's just not right. I can't I can't do it. I can't justify it. Oh, speaking of everything being perfect bearded ass bands you know what as you know i have not booked guests in a little while but i'm making a fucking inception because seriously i have a bearded band a bearded band that's fucking awesome i'm sending them some beard oil that we have something majorly in common and i'm not going to tell you what our major thing in common is it's not beards. i mean they have beards and i love beards and i love them and i love their sound but we have a big six degree of separation me and this band and I can't wait to have a talk with them and have them have a talk with you about all things in their band and you check them out because they're fucking amazing. They're badass. And we share, like like I say, a very common bond. They'll be on in November for No Shave November. The company launch. like I say, November. Like I thought I was I was sick this week so I thought I was like so hot and I was like, man, if I'm going through menopause, I'm going to tell you one thing right now. If I grow a beard, I'm fucking keeping it. So I can feel what the product feels like in beard. I know you all talk about what it feels like in beard. Oh, my God. Like I say, it's Thanksgiving. What am I thankful for? What are you thankful for? Do you have something that you're thankful for this Thanksgiving weekend? If you're Canadian, if you're American, I don't know what. If you're thankful for something, just let me know if you're from anywhere. What are you thankful for this week? I'm thankful for astrology. A lot of people have been asking me about sun signs versus moon signs. Obviously, your sun sign is like something that like I was talking about, like my sun sign is Aquarius and I found out my who my famous sun sign like buddies are. You want to hear? Are you ready? We got Dr. Dre. We got Jennifer Aniston. We got Alicia Keys. We got Justin Timberlake. We got Harry Styles, John Travolta, Rain Wilson, Neil Diamond, Patton Oswalt, Elijah Wood Hobbitses. That's who we got. And then my moon, my moon is in Gemini. I'm gonna teach you what all this means, okay? You're gonna find out about this as I sit here in a freaking, like, house robe talking to you. Moon in Gemini, we got Jennifer Lawrence, we got Jay law we got Barack Obama, we got Heidi Klum, we got Jackie Chan, we got Benicio Del Toro, we got Fitty Cent. we got Jet Li, we got Jennifer Connelly. You know, you remind me of the babe. What does it mean? What does all it mean? What does it mean? What does all of this mean? What does it mean to you? Sun signs versus moon signs. I think your Sun Signs is done, you know, it's done by the day of your birth and it represents your core kind of person That's like your birthday, the day of your birth. Like mine is January 24th and it represents your core personality. It represents your sense of self, basic preferences, kinds of things like that. It represents a romantic compatibility and remembers, uh, like remember that it navigates your drive, your ego, your pride. And the way you navigate and get yourself around the world. That is what your sun sign kind of represents and things like that. But I'm an Aquarian, so that's a fixed air sign, and I'm ruled by the planet of Saturn, the return of Saturn. Kaboom! Ha ha! In astrology, we're back. I'm an idealist that's into equality. This is true. Science minded. Yeah, this is good. And sometimes bad. Socially aware, humanitarian. I'm sometimes impartial, sometimes outgoing, unconventional, definitely. plays by my own rules, always. We can have a tendency to be blinded by science and reason. Always. Blinded by the light of science and reason. That's just me. Finding practical solutions to broad social issues. I love the social broads, but all the social issues. I do find practical solutions because that's what I'm all about. Finding fucking solutions. I want to find a solution to a problem. I want to fix it. Moon sign. The moon sign is the sign of the zodiac where the moon was exactly where it was and what it was doing and like where, how big it was. Was it waxing? Was it waning? When you were born, like the exact moment of your birth. So you got to know your time of birth to know your moon sign. It's the soul of your identity. Your moon sign. It's what's really on the inside. It's your subconscious. It's subconscious part of yourself that you often keep hidden. That you often don't show people that you often might keep that that side of yourself kind of private from people. And it might be a side of your emotional self, a large part of your emotional self that it makes up that you don't talk about very often. Mine is Gemini. So my moon is in Gemini. It's a highly social part of me. I'm a- Gemini is like people with the moon in Gemini are highly social creatures who love to find deep connections with people and like to find really deep connections, like have good, deep friendships, like on a deep level. Logical, intelligent, but tend to avoid overly emotional topics. Yeah, when I'm in private, yeah, I guess I over or I, I tend to avoid overly emotional topics. ones that are going to make me like lose my mind and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not in, I'm not in the mood for that, but we are easily bored when there's a lack of stimulation that equals for people like me, resentment, and bottling up emotions because don't we all bottle up our emotions knowing this i work hard at it to kind of battle against that and not be that person because i don't want to be the person that bottles up my emotions that's not good what is a rising sign what is a rising sign do you know what a rising sign is have you ever like found out what your rising sign is your rising sign shows the way you project yourself and how others see you and the kind of experiences you need in your life to make your life feel meaningful I don't know what yours is, but mine is a Taurus rising. Taurus is stubborn. It's a bull, man. By the horns, man. Taurus, you know, stubborn as fuck. Venus rules this planet, it's wise. And ruled by this rising sign coming over my Aquarian sign over my sun, this Taurus rising. I prefer the slow and steady approach to life. Obviously, I do. I'm a big hippie. Practical, always moving forward, always like No matter what, just keep going, keep plummeting forward, no matter fucking what, don't go back. There's nothing back there, just keep going forward. Always something to do, methodical, systematic. Um, We seek comforts over risks, but we'll take risks, obviously, and knowing that we'll take calculated risks. Not known for a love of change, obviously there's a consistency in views here, there's fixed values and morals, Definitely. And this, like I say, consistency in views and always kind of having the same kind of views and morals and mission statements about the same thing. That I'm like that in business. I'm like that in life. I have the same morals and core values that I like to keep the same all the time. You know, like I say, I'm not here to make money. I'm not here for your subscriptions. I'm not here for your, what do you call it? Uh, the join thing where you pay the money for the coffee. I'm not, I'm not here for that shit. I'm here just, we're just chatting. All this said, I tarot daily. Do I tarot daily? Yes, I do. Am I going to a medium really soon? Yes, I am going to a medium soon because I believe in that stuff. When someone's got like uh, acquired and proven knowledge of someone like that, I will go and see someone like that and I will seek out someone like that and they're paid what they're worth because I've seen what happens. Ah, be on the lookout, I'm gonna tell you. If you want to see something scary and we're going back to scary things now because a lot of people think that mediums are scary and mediums like because they communicate with the other side and they communicate with people that have passed on and passed over, freak them out. And why? Why are you scared of that? I don't know. And to me, it doesn't freak me out. To me, I'm trying to talk to my dad, really. That's what I'm trying to get through to. So we'll see. I mean, the weirdest thing is like I was talking about letting go of ashes the other day to somebody. I was saying that I let go of my dad and they were saying they let go of their dad at Disney World And that's one of the rules of Disney World. They're like, you're like strictly prohibited. If you get caught like putting ashes down there, you get like arrested. And so I was like, whoa, I was like, but that's where he wanted to be. So she made it happen. So whatever, but like, I mean, if you like Disney World, there are creepy places to go on Disney World. The Tower of Terror, because it blows your fucking head off. Like you go through, and I talked about the Tower of Terror before on podcasts and stuff Of like that. I don't know about my own, but other people's I have. And you just go through a tunnel of like the Twilight Zone and you see these people like in a ghost hallway and there's electricity beaming everywhere and there's like all kinds of craziness and shocking. And there's you see ghost people and then they drop your fucking ass out a window and you just go screaming up and down for a while on a bungee cord. Not fun. I had vertigo for like four days. And then the Haunted Mansion is fun. I like the Haunted Mansion. I like because uh, there's like fun ghosts on that. I like the Pirates of the Caribbean. Those are like rides I enjoy. Like I got stuck on Peter Pan once. That wasn't fucking fun. That was no jokes. That was not jokes. Hopefully we going to Disney World soon. Hopefully we going to be heading down to Florida when there's not anything crazy going down there. It's been, it's been bad storms going down there. So I feel bad for Florida right now. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Not good. Like I can say. Be on the lookout like I can tell you for episodes after November or october and november like there are not more creepy things in november i got more bearded stuff coming up i got some bands and guests coming on but you're gonna because talking about guests and having degrees of separation i'm going to talk about a tour and a bass tour through Emacs studios and like recording spit i'm going to talk about what it was like to record spit and how much fun it was i'm going to get back to all about that bass about that bass about that bass no treble we're going to talk about it like a, an episode all about bass, because what do I know about a lot? Bass and modifying basses. And if, so if you're a bass gearhead, you'll want to tune in for that episode. we be looking out for that. there'll be a little, And I like to say, bringing on guests, best beards, some of the best beards I've ever seen. Also some of the best music I've ever heard. So be on the lookout for all the creepiness in the month of October, because be on the lookout for the spirits and the ghosts and the goblins and all the different things. We're going to be talking about some weird shit. In the month of October, we're not going to want to like another crazy tour this 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 uh, this time. There may be uh, like an old jail or something when we go to and see if there's any spirits there. We might go on a, a walk. I don't know. Why. I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to be in trouble. I may take you somewhere alive though, crazy for Halloween. I always take you somewhere fucking crazy for Halloween. If you know, you know. I'm a slave to the gram. You know where to get me at all times you know to get me at instagram you can get me at 21st century rocker mom if you want to see me on instagram and tiktok at the same 21st century rocker mom and youtube you can see me at youtube at at tanny candler channel tanny candler channel is going to get you all the youtube fun stuff you need me doing weird stuff have fun with that and you can get at tanny candler if you want to see me on twitter i'm always hanging out with you here every week streaming wherever you stream I will catch you guys later on the flip flop. You guys got to check out like Big Bad Santa on Instagram. You're going to have fun on his Instagram. It's like a strongman competition meets the North Pole meets bearded content. It's just something you got to check out this week i uh, i got lots more bearded stuff coming down the pipe for you more collaborations coming for you the collaborations people know who you are you know exactly who you are and so well, we're going to drop that soon we're gonna drop some christmas and uh, holiday collaborations on your heads really soon i got really exciting stuff coming down the pipe very soon and i will talk to you when i'm feeling 100 percent better hopefully this week uh thwarts a lot of rest and i uh, just uh put my feet up and uh Hopefully the same for you. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, be good to each other every day. I love you. I'll see you next week unless I uh, fall over, which I hope that I don't. But I hope hope that some of you don't think I will either. Okay. I love you. I'm out. See you on the flip-flop. T-Crest out.